Hey there, listeners. Welcome to our podcast. I'm your host, Michael Amico. Today we have a special guest in the studio. Welcome, Nina. Pleasure to be here. Nina is a sophomore at JMU and recently conducted a discussion on how creativity works in the brain. Her perspective is that creativity is not confined to just one section of the brain, as many believe to be. Nina, how does this work exactly? So it turns out that creativity is actually in all parts of our brain. We use different sections of our brain for different things primarily, but if all parts of the brain don't work together, then the outcome's not actually going to happen. We have three functioning brain networks, though, and each one of these has its own purpose, but it uses all different sections of the brain. We have an executive attention network, which is our working memory, the stuff that we use when we're trying to keep focus, when we're trying to take a test, do homework, etc., The next one is the imagination network, which is where the creativity part comes in. The imagination network is a mental simulations about future events, something where you're daydreaming, thinking about the future, coming up with solutions to problems, things like that. It's most active when you're thinking about other people's thoughts and perspectives, which I thought was pretty cool, because you're thinking about other people's thinking, which enhances your creativity. It turns out that you can enhance or diminish different parts of these networks that will end up allowing you to become more creative. So if you practice using your imagination network more often, you can actually enhance your overall creativity. Wow, that's really neat, Nina. That's really neat to think about. How does the anatomy of the brain and its ability to produce creativity play into health professions? So a lot of people think that people in the health professions only use the definitions and biological things that the brain is about, the frontal lobe, the occipital lobe, things like that, but... The thing about the brain is that it controls much more than just our bodies. It controls our personalities, our thoughts, our interpretations of things. So this allows, this is really what makes everybody so different. So different doctors can approach things different ways, which is why people have good doctors and bad doctors. This is actually something that you had mentioned, um, approaching problems differently in nursing, which I think you could elaborate on better than I could. Thanks for turning it over to me, Nina. Actually, nurses deal with creativity a lot in their profession, seeing that it's not a strict profession in the Department of Creativity. In fact, it demands for how nurses approach each patient and their treatments. For instance, you would approach two patients differently with administrating food, encouraging them to exercise, or something else. Nurses deal with a variety of patients daily and must learn how to provide the best care possible to them, meaning that they must be both flexible and creative with their procedures. Nina, referring to the commonly held graphic that left and right brains are logic and creativity, what do you have to say to individuals that hold this to be true? Do you think it's still true today? How do you suggest that they go about straying from this perception if you don't believe in it? So actually, it's proven that there's not one side of the brain that controls creativity. And for people, what I would say to people who hold that to be true is that they're only harming themselves. Everybody has creativeness in them. And if they believe that they're a left-brained person, meaning someone who's really into the sciences, uh, they'll actually stopping themselves from using their imagination networks and becoming creative. Um, Our brains are hardwired to categorize, and if we categorize ourselves, then we're not going to be able to figure out how to use our creativity for our daily lives. So being labeled as a science person yourself, I wonder, do you think because you're a nursing major that you're not creative? Are you keeping yourself from being creative? 
I actually find it disrespectful and a little shocking that so many hold that science majors or even math majors aren't necessarily creative just because they can't output fine arts. Many science professions break stigmas to prove that not all lack creativity, just some creativity can be expressed in unconventional ways. Nursing happens to be a perfect example because of personalized patient care. It may not be that every nurse gives every child or geriatric patient a balloon animal, but rather they show their creativity per patient differently. All right, Nina, looks like we have to wrap it up for today. Thank you so much for elaborating on creativity in the, in the brain and how it's anatomically different, but it also all works together to make sure that you're more creative and that you can increase your creativity. Yeah, absolutely. I think everybody should keep that in mind when trying to think about if they're creative or not. I'll have to think about it. All right, that's enough for today. Catch you later.